The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of David, his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with the man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month for her who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord. So we're all very familiar with this gospel. It's the same gospel that we read on March 25th for the Incarnation or the Annunciation. But both are very much related. And I think the Lord wants us to just appreciate again his plan for us. St. Paul talked about that plan in that second reading. In love, he destined us for adoption to himself through Jesus Christ in accord with the favor of his will. That word favor comes out today in that second reading. And then, of course, in the gospel, Mary is highly favored, full of grace. And so what the Immaculate Conception reminds us of is God's plan for humanity, and especially for Mary, especially for Mary, because the Immaculate Conception does refer to her, not to Jesus, right? Sometimes Catholics get that confused. The Immaculate Conception refers to Mary. She was preserved from all stain of original sin. So Jesus... And the Father and the Holy Spirit got to make very specially, very beautifully, very perfectly, the woman that would give birth to the Savior. It's not that she didn't need to be redeemed, just like the rest of the human race, but God applied to her 
ahead of time or in a prevenient way, as we'll hear in the preface today. He applied to her in a preventative way, you could say, too. The graces that he applied to us in a redemptive way. So whatever he won for us on the cross, it's been applied to us in a redemptive way, in a salvific way, you could say, after having received uh, the stain of original sin, you could say. But he applied it all to Mary beforehand, before she was even conceived. So she was conceived without sin. Hence the Immaculate Conception. So we honor Mary, of course, in a very special way in the Catholic Church. We don't worship Mary. Some Christians don't understand our devotion to her. Maybe you don't fully understand our devotion to Mary. But she essentially is the new Eve. Not only is she the mother of Jesus, which I think all Christians appreciate, but I think what Catholic Christians appreciate more than anyone else, that is the fact that she is the new Eve. And that's why we read from the book of Genesis today the story of the fall. Genesis chapter 3. Well, it's right after the fall. And then God is looking for Adam and Eve. Where are you? Of course, God knew exactly where they were, right? But he was trying to get Adam and Eve to realize what they had done. They had distrusted God. Not only did they disobey, but they distrusted him, which broke God's heart. Where are you? What did you do? Why did you doubt? Because the enemy sowed that doubt in Adam and Eve's mind and heart. Did God really say that? Oh, surely you're not going to die. If you eat it, you will be like God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should do that. Take matters into our own hands. They grasped. They grasped. And isn't that when we find ourselves getting in trouble? When we grasp for things. Trying to do our own will. Because we don't trust. So then God immediately comes up with a plan for salvation. It's called the Proto-Evangelium. There's a good word for you on an early Wednesday morning. The Proto-Evangelium, which means the first gospel. Genesis 3.15. I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers. The woman that he's referring to here is not Eve. She just danced with the devil. So the woman here in Genesis is already looking ahead to Mary. That's why Jesus at the wedding at Cana and from the foot of the cross calls her woman. Woman. Because he's establishing her as the new Eve. That's why he hesitated at Cana to do the miracle. 
Because he's like, hey, mom, if I do this, our relationship, the dynamic of our relationship is going to change necessarily. Are you ready for that now? And he, she doesn't answer Jesus. She goes right to the waiters, right? And says, do whatever he tells you. Okay, woman. <laughs> okay, new Eve. And then from the cross, woman, behold your son. Behold your mother. So she becomes the mother of all of us in the order of grace. In the order of grace. You've heard me talk about that. The new world order. It's not a conspiracy theory. We're all a part of the new world order. The order of grace. Praise God. And Mary is the mother of all of us in the order of grace. So she cares about all of your needs in a very intimate way, in a very personal way. Mary cares about all of your needs because she is your mother in the order of grace, your heavenly mother, not just the mother of God. So we turn to her today. I like to crown Mary the queen of all my days. It's a simple little way that you can consecrate to Mary, that you can offer to Mary everything you do. It's like entrusting to your mom all of your good intentions and all of your works, all of your desires, all of your needs. So why don't we all crown Mary the queen of this day and let's once again crown her the queen of our country and of our families and ask her to help us grow closer to Jesus and to one another through the power of the Holy Spirit for the glory of the Father. Amen.